0: Welcome, podcast listeners, to Roll Radio, where each week we listen in as aspiring adventurers play the world's greatest role-playing
1: game, Dungeons & Dragons. Join us as we travel to Farah Faerun, where we discover the Sword Coast in turmoil and in desperate need of heroes. Last time on Roll Radio... Things looked dire for our brave heroes as the Orc Shaman sprung his trap! Orcs behind curtain number one, two, three, and four! And if that wasn't bad enough, Cullen was at the receiving end of a crippling inflict wound spell. Holy smackerilliax! But thanks to Cullen's impetuousness and Esmir's portent, Cullen's new ex found a new home in Suzzy Bull's skull. But there was no time to celebrate, as the tower began to fill with orcs. A lot of orcs. No, seriously, I mean a lot of orcs. With no way to escape, our overwhelmed heroes stood their ground and tried desperately to hold off the relentless tide of murderous orcs who were hell-bent on helping Elric celebrate his birthday. Optimism was wrecked! Personal space was invaded! Faces were hit with maces! But the orcs kept coming, and it looked like Elric was about to have his last birthday. But thanks to a game of Cats the Decanter, Esmir was able to pour a potion of healing down Elric's throat. Poison? Wait, what? The desperate battle went from bad to worse, and Cullen began to contemplate his inevitable demise. But, with heroic hearts, Agma's mercy, and a sleep spell, our drained heroes fended off the last remaining orcs and remained Kings of the Stairs. But, Do they have enough strength left to take on the ogre below? Is Esmere really going to name her band Random Fluid? Are orc skulls just mostly bone? Eh, what's macaroni and cheese? And what deity has blessed it? Well, who knows? Let's find out in this episode of Scourge of the Thorn Coast.
2: So you guys are in the top floor of this last standing tower of Harpshield Castle. Uh, You've just barely survived an ambush by the orc shaman Sezebul and the fanged moon tribe of orcs that that have occupied uh, these ruins. So you all stand at the top of the staircase where you made your last stand there uh, while a dozen dead orcs are strewn all about you. Their corpses are spread uh, all over this top floor. Others lay in a heap near the top of the steps while others litter the staircase all the way down uh, to the first floor. And outside you hear the banging and whimpering of the ogre that is desperate yet unsuccessfully uh, trying to get uh, through the tower doors down there. It's too big, it can't fit in there. And the morning sunlight is barely eking in around the six leather curtains covering the windows of this upper floor. And as you begin to catch your breath after that uh, battle, uh, you start to assess your situation. And it's not good, right? Jake has 21 hit points left. Colin has only eight hit points left. And Elric, uh, who died twice uh, during the battle, has only nine hit points left. And let's not forget, uh, he is badly poisoned, and doesn't look well as he, as he uh, wipes the puke off of his chin.
3: <laughs> yeah, uh, that that healing potion turned out to be not so much a gift horse. All
4: right. <laughs> it did have a label right on it that it like a pretty little bottle potion. that said "Potion of Healing." <laughs> we should have like, why did we not pick up on it?
2: <laughs> and you, Esmir, on the other hand, you have one more hit point than normal since you still have your five temporary hit points left uh, from Jake. Jay, how do, how long does that last? This is like eight hours or something, right? I need to go find it.
0: Um, eight lasts for eight hours.
2: Okay. And you guys are all out of spell slots, too. So, um, uh, that's right. So what do you guys want to do?
0: So does anybody have any way to... Um, like, how would we get uh, Elric to get rid of his poison
2: spell? He has to take a long rest.
0: Okay, so I think that we want to take long rest while this guy's stuck outside.
3: But what if we did a short rest just now so we could roll some hit die and get back some stuff? And if we get interrupted, then at least we got something to work with. And then we'll try to take a long rest I don't think moving off this floor is safe right now.
0: Uh, or, we, our other option is we take a long rest and we have we have watches. Yeah. And then we just wake everybody up as soon as we hear the crash and we hear him at the bottom of the steps.
4: We killed a lot of orcs. I think that they're probably all dead.
3: Well, then I let's think. just go ahead and take a long rest. Yeah. Yeah,
0: I think the only thing left is that safe. ogre outside. I'll take the first watch and then in a couple hours I'll wake up uh, I'll Colin take the
3: next Elric. watch. So let's, let's leave Elric for last. So it's going to be it's going to be Jake, me, you, Colin, Esmeralda, Esmeralda, and then Elric.
2: All right. So you guys settle in to take a long rest. Jake has taken the first watch as the rest of you try to find a spot to sleep that isn't occupied by an orc's corp, orc corpse. And uh, as you're binding your wounds and trying to get some rest, uh, Jake is at the window peering out onto the courtyard below. And Jake, you see the ogre right below you. It seems to have given up on trying to get into the tower. And it's just sitting there with its head in the doorframe and it's whimpering like a sad puppy. Mm. And once in a while, it lets out a howl, Mm. desperately calling for its master. And when it gets no response, it just goes back to whimpering. Mm. And the rest of you eventually fall asleep from sheer exhaustion or or loss of blood. (laughs) And Jake, you watch as the sun eventually crests the treetops when suddenly you hear voices calling out orc voices. Oh. Okay. You then see to the south where the castle's foundation has collapsed, four orcs enter the courtyard through the rubble. Uh-oh. They're paired off, and each pair holds a spear between them. Hanging on each of the spears is the carcass of a deer. It seems, it seems as though these hunters have arrived with food for the tribe. Mm. Um... Why don't you roll me a perception check? Mm-hmm. You got a 18 plus 6, 24. Okay. You can tell right away that these are not members of the fanged moon tribe. And you remember when you were talking to Sezebul that he uh, was explaining the situation at the ruins and he had told you that there were several other orc tribes out in the wilderness around Harpshield
3: Castle.
4: Killing the forest
3: creatures. I think he was saying that uh, they were rivals. They wanted to, everybody wants to be the top dog and take over the ruins of Harpshield Castle.
0: So the scary thing about this, the, the thing that starts running through my mind is the fact that there's orcs now that are going to, from another tribe, that are going to realize that the Fang Moon Cloud is, or the Fang Moon Clan is no longer in power. And they're going to start moving in.
2: So you're peering behind this curtain and you observe as these orcs look around confused and they begin calling out like they're calling for someone. Hello. Cindy. You then see the (laughs) ogre sadly call out. But it doesn't move. It It stays at the tower door. And then the orcs put down the deer. They draw their weapons and begin to move into the courtyard. Two of them head for the tents, while the other two start making their way towards the tower. What do you do, Jake?
3: I... Um... Could you um try to pretend I, to be Sezibul? Well, that's so. That's
0: what I'm thinking because I'm looking at Sh- you're my sleeping Cullen. Yeah, <laughs> yeah no, you can't say anything. I just could the character, man. Use some persuasion. Shush, shush, shush. All right, just keep sleeping over there. I bonky <laughs> I'm with my
3: mumbling sensor. in my sleep. Ah, yeah, persu- persuasion. We'll
4: just sleep um, here while you try and figure out what to do about our big problem.
0: <laughs> right so I want to put sayszy Bull into the window behind in front of me and I'm going to shout out
5: <sighs> we
0: are in the top we are no I'm not gonna say that because the last thing I want is for that the
5: lady the power we you are trying to get sleep.
2: Wait, what
3: is it out there that you need?
2: So you're you're doing a a weekend with Bernie? <laughs> um, and like yeah, holding exactly. his dead body up in the window?
0: Yeah, and like shaking his head as he speaks, shaking his head and his is like his muffling his hair around. <laughs> <laughs>
2: uh, okay.
0: What do you want?
2: <laughs> okay, so you're gonna speak in common.
0: I'm going to speak. Well, I don't speak Orc.
2: Okay.
0: Oh, and he's in an the
4: orc. Esmer's having a really bad dream. <laughs> and, well, you're going to be waking up in
0: like two seconds because oh. we're, we're in a world Are you of One of those dread. anxiety dreams.
4: Think positive, man. Are you? <laughs> but you I think have... you're awake, but you're really sleeping and you're trying to do something, but you know you're really not trying to do it because you're really just sleeping. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yep, so that's what I'm going to try to do. Okay. So what guy rolled deception?
3: Yes. Oh, minus one. <laughs> so you're too good, much of a goody goody.
0: Okay, so what I'm gonna do is I'm going to um I'm going to cast guidance on myself. Ooh. If you know what I mean. Uh, which will give me a D4, right? Mm-hmm. Lord Agma, give me guidance. And I am going to try to deceive. I'm deceiving. And I rolled a 13.
1: That's
4: not an unlucky number at all. <laughs>
0: this is not good. <laughs> it's not good. I mean, it's just really not a good situation. I think we're going to have to run for the tunnels. I, if I had suggestion, I would, I would
3: ask the ogre to eat them. Well, if I was awake, I'd probably tell you to wake me up. <laughs> <laughs>
2: So you grab Cebel and prop him up at the windowsill. And it takes you a little bit because he's a heavy ass orc. <laughs> and you, you use one hand to operate his head and another hand to manipulate his arms or a arm. And you slide the curtain aside and you begin to puppeteer this dead orc.
4: Oi, you there.
0: What is it that you
2: say?
4: <laughs> Get out of my
0: leg!
2: Yeah. <laughs>
0: I say, if it is it is in your best interest to turn and walk away, leave the deer where at your
1: feet, turn and leave.
2: (laughs) And the approaching orcs stop and they look up at Cezbull, shouting at them in common. And then they they point up they point out to the camp and towards the ogre and reply in orcish (laughs) <laughs> How was that? Was that good, Orc? Sounded a little Klingon. She just
4: insulted the
2: Klingons big time. So whatever. And, oh, I mush, g- mush,
0: and I yell it again.
2: Okay. So they then look back at each other with a with a confused look on their faces, like, what What's going on here? and they continue to walk towards the tower. And since you're puppeteering Sezable, you soon lose them from your view. Uh, So you can't see what they're doing. But a moment later, you hear echoing up the tower, a loud gasp. (gasps) And you can assume what these orcs just saw, the bloody massacre of the (laughs) fanged moon tribe strewn about this tower and all up and down the staircase, bodies hanging off the sides with blood and guts still oozing and dripping down the stairs and pooling up on the first floor. And I
0: wake these guys up. Roll
3: initiative. Okay. Oh, man. Did we even get anything back? Nope. We had... Hour, Nothing, it was please. about 20 minutes. Has it, it been long enough for Elric to recover from his poisoning? No. Oh, shit, that was a long way to go to get to back in the frying pan. Yeah, a whopping five. 12.
4: I got a 10.
3: I got a rock.
2: I got a rock. <laughs> <laughs> and so, and you guys all here, you guys are sleeping and Jake is now waking you guys up. Get up, get up. There's orcs outside. Okay. Uh, there's, there's orcs,
5: orcs
4: outside. outside. Why didn't you yeah, wake us up?
0: There's orcs outside and they're, And I say that we all beeline for the Grix tunnels. We'll get our loot and then we'll sneak out as quickly as we can back to the horses. While well, because those guys are gonna be coming
5: back to take over.
4: Uh, do they know we're in here?
5: No,
0: they know Seziable's in the window.
2: Well, and they know something killed all
5: those other orcs.
2: So That's as right. you guys are being roused from your sleep, you all now hear the shouting of orcs outside. And you rush over to the windows and you look out and you see the orcs calling out to each other. And it seems that there's a, like a desperation in their voices. And you see the orcs by the tents heading back and the orcs by the tower are trying to get the ogre to follow them. One orc has grabbed the chain and is pulling it, trying to encourage the uh, the ogre to move, to follow them, because it looks like they're going to retreat.
3: Oh, shit. They're going toward the rubble broken wall. That they came in from. And this is why I say, we get them now, we stop them before they get to warning anybody, and we can buy ourselves some time.
0: You're out of your mind.
4: I say we make a run for it. Let's get our treasures, get the hell out of Dodge, throw yep. throw the kid onto horses, and get the heck out of here.
3: I don't. I want to stop them because we might be able to get the orc, to, the ogre, to work on our side. I kind of hmm. doubt it. I know.
0: Right. Well, they've got quite a head start.
4: Yeah, I'm fifty. I'm a 50 on that. Uh, I can see the benefit of trying to kill them.
0: Me too, but I can also see us being in utter hell if Elric
4: gets hit again. Well, he doesn't have to be We can leave part. him here, puking his guts out.
3: You two can stand at a distance and work your crossbow and firebolts, and well, we I can try to yeah. take these fuckers out. I can get in a window and shoot some firebolts out. at yeah. them.
0: Well, we better run. We better run down the stairs really quick then.
2: You know you have nine hit points left, right, Cullen?
4: Let's do it, kids, let's get him. Yeah, I know. Let's get (laughs) him. Let's go, come
2: on. I don't know,
0: I mean, I'm seriously, I'm I'm doubting this. I'm I'm not, I have no way to heal you.
2: Well, Cullen, you get to make the first choice because you're first in initiative.
3: Well, I'm gonna go for it. I'm going to uh, dash down the stairs and go to the open door, which I assume has been smashed up by the ogre.
2: Okay, you dash down the stairs, uh, being careful of the blood and the bodies, and you make it to the smash tower door. And outside, you see two orcs pulling the ogre's chain, trying trying to lead this giant out of the ruins.
3: Okay, so I get to the bottom of the stairs, turn and look out the door and see them there. They're about 10, 25 feet away. Say, hey! Where are you going with me ogre? <laughs> yes. Yeah, Let go of my of ogre. <laughs> That's me ogre. <laughs>
2: Esme, your party is is discussing the options for your, for the, for the situation you're in, when suddenly Cullen just runs down the stairs and starts yelling at the orcs. What are you going to do?
4: If I were to jump in one of these windows, could I shoot out the window at him? Yes. Can I shoot out this one?
2: Mm-hmm.
4: And I'm going to yell as I'm running past this window. I'm going to say, hey, pukey face. <laughs> Get up on the windowsill and shoot some firebolts out there. Okay. Yeah, shoot, shoot. You got it. You can do that and throw up at the same time. Sure. And then I'm going to shoot a firebolt at Orc Warrior number two. 17, 23. You hit him. Okay. Go ahead and roll damage. And we're going to zip him in the butt with Whoa. 10 points of damage. Nice. Maximum awesome. damage. Nice. I How do you like that, Hot Pants?
2: <laughs> All right. Fire rains from above as Esmir gets a solid hit onto one of the orcs pulling the ogre. And Elric, you are up. All right. I'm going to run to the window and stand behind Esmeralda. There's another window uh, right next to hers. You can fire from there. Okay. Hit. 21 hits. Chew-chew! 21 hits. And damage. Uh
5: just a second. Then we drop the blood drop on him.
3: 10! Oh,
2: another one! Oh, oh my oh God. God, you
3: killed him! Oh. That's how you nice. do that.
2: Nicely done. Two perfect shots from the tower quickly take out an orc, and Jake, you see Esmere and Elric in the windows shooting off firebolts. Cullen is downstairs yelling at orcs. What are you going to do?
0: So can can I make it to the bottom of the stairs where Cullen is? If you dash. If I dash, but then I can't take an action?
3: Correct. You can yell insulting words.
2: All right, well, this is stupid. So Jake begrudgingly dashes down the stairs following Cullen And now you are both standing in the doorway and about 30 feet in front of you uh, lays a crispy, smoldering orc. Next to him is another orc who has a horrified look on its face. (laughs) Because whoever just 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 slaughtered the entire fanged moon clan and just instantly toasted uh, my buddy here is way more than I can handle. And it drops the chain and begins running. And it's shouting at the other two orcs and frantically pointing at the collapsed wall. And they all dash 60 feet. The ogre, uh, no longer being pulled, turns back towards the tower and sees two Uh humans standing in the doorway. And it screams something out. And then it starts running at Cullen and Jake. This was always the weak part of the plan. <laughs> there was no plan. <laughs> okay. You jumped
0: up, you jumped up, threw on your only pair of skivvies. But <laughs> you're pretty rank by now, I must add. Hey, I wash daily. And you ran down the stairs. Ay, 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 ay. That's not okay. a plan. Okay,
2: one to two, it's going after Jake. Three to four, it's going after Cullen. I roll oh. to three, it's going after Cullen. Oh no. And it brings its fist down to
3: squash you. Ah! And he rolls a seven and misses. It was a narrow door. So maybe he had trouble aiming. Colin, you
2: just dodged an ogre's fist. It has a crazed look in its eye. And you think you think you heard it mumble, says a bull. Oh, no, no. It looks right at you and all the blood on me. It looks right at you, Colin, and it says, You killed my best friend. <laughs> <laughs> it's this huge ogre and it has this tiny squeaky voice.
4: You <laughs> <laughs> took care of me when I got my head bumped hard.
3: <laughs> hey, you're well spoken for an ogre. Alright,
2: Cullen, you're up.
3: Well, I don't know, you know, ogre fight, let's get it on.
0: So try to lure him to fight for us, to go and chase after those guys. Those are the the, orcs are the ones that we need to worry about.
3: I don't know. I could try and persuade him. But then if he knows that I killed his master, he's not going to listen to me. Well. Persuade him. You'll roll a natural 20. I have a plus three to persuasion. Well, I don't know. I guess I will try to persuade him then. Does he? Okay, I'm going to roll and you can tell me whether or not he buys my argument that he shouldn't be fighting for these guys. He should be fighting for us. These guys were the enemies of Sezabool.
4: Yeah, go with that.
3: What do you call that? Rivals? Rivals! rivals. Okay, I'm gonna do it. Here we go. Persuasion. Oh, well, there you go. Where's your natural 20, Jake? (laughs) At an 8. The ogre
2: ogre pauses and looks at you dumbfounded and says, so... You killed my best friend in the whole world, and now you want me to join you?
1: I thought my head was broken.
2: (laughs) He's
3: gonna get a free shot at me.
2: Esmir, you see the ogre right below you and orc one running away from the tower towards the wall opening. Uh, Also, two other orcs are heading to the opening from the west, and it's your turn.
4: I'm going to shoot a firebolt at orc warrior numero number uno. Phew! 20.
2: Nice. 20 hits.
4: Come on. Six.
2: Nice. Six points of damage. Okay. So you guys see the orcs continue running for the exit and they dash another 60 feet. Can I? Yes. Oh, you want to do something else?
4: Yeah. I want to yell out the window. Okay. Hey, Shreky! fight with us. I'll give you lots of snacks.
2: Shreky. <laughs> OK.
4: Do it. Come on. I'm good. I'm going to I'm going to snack on these humans right here. OK, it was worth yelling.
2: That's all right, Elric, you are up. All right,
5: I'd like to shoot at the ogre because I don't think they're going to convince him, but I'm going to shoot at the orc warrior number one. OK, so I got orc warrior number one targeted.
2: 18 hits. Okay. And this one. Mm, two points of damage. He is okay. on fire and in heavy damage, but he is still booking it. Okay. All right, Jake, you see fire bolts raining from above onto the escaping orcs, and you have an ogre right in front of you.
0: So is he engaged with Cullen?
2: He's engaged with both of you. Okay.
0: You're both engaged to an orc. How sweet. Okay. I, well, I want to disengage, but then uh, that's my action, right? Yep. So then that's what I'll do is I will disengage and I'm going to step back into this room where he can't get me and then I can't do anything, right? I have no bonus anything. Okay.
2: So we go back to orc warrior one and he's gonna continue. Now that he doesn't have the ogre slowing him down, he's going to book it.
0: We're not gonna catch those guys, I'm telling you. No, we need to get out of here.
2: The ogre is going to continue to try and squash Cullen Ah! and misses with a 16. Cullen, you just barely dodged
3: another ogre fist. What are you gonna do? All right, well, I don't think I'm gonna convince her to switch sides. These guys are all going to be too far away for me to reach, even if she wasn't in the way. And I don't think I'm going to be able to take this thing down by myself. So I think I'm just going to disengage. I'm going to disengage and I'm going to go over to Jake and say, Hey, bud, it's lost cause. Let's get out of here. And just, you know... Finish my move up the stairs. I can go like 30. I Not think.
0: back up the stairs. Call those guys to come down
3: and go stairs. up to the top of the stairs. And I say to everybody up here, I say, Elric, Esmeralda, we're getting the fuck out of here. Okay. I really wanted to check that room. Damn it. Check that room before you leave it. That's cursory glance. Just rifle some things, throw <laughs> some stuff over, look inside the podium. Esmir,
2: you hear Cullen behind you, running up the stairs and calling to retreat. Uh, There's an angry ogre right below you, and the orc that you and Elric have been shooting at is just at the edge of your range, about 120 feet.
4: I'm going to shoot at that orc and try and kill him.
5: Okay.
2: (laughs) I hit him. 13. That's exactly what you needed to hit it. And, and you killed him. I killed Yay. him. Nice shot. This orc was booking full speed towards the exit. It was already hit twice. And it was like, almost there. I can make it, I can make it. <laughs> when, when Esmir tosses this firebolt like a, like a hail Mary pass and it flies through the air. Elric, you see Esmir take this incredibly long shot and you're like, no way that's gonna hit. But it does, it hits the orc who begins to to tumble and then stops dead right in front of the gap. And a second later, the other two orcs run past their smoldering comrade and disappear out of the ruins. You then hear Cullen yelling from the stairs and it's your turn.
5: Okay, well then I will leave the window and head towards the stairs and uh but I, i'm gonna walk i'm not gonna run because i'm gonna just as i'm walking towards the stairs i'll give like you said a casual glance around the room without prying into anything which is looking around see if there's anything of interest well, are you sesible. gonna
2: search says right there underneath the window there where you're at
5: yeah i'll search accessible yeah i'll just move over there and search. that'll be my action okay move over there and search accessible
2: all right jake the ogre is in the doorway, desperately trying, but unable to fit through. What are you gonna do?
0: Okay. So I'm going to yell for those guys to come up, and I swear I'm going to go. I'm going to wait by that trapdoor. Um, but while I'm doing that, I'm going to fire a why? I mean, why not? Uh, a crossbow bolt at the ogre. Okay. Just to kind of piss him off some.
2: Because, you know, he's not pissed off enough already.
0: That's right. And I hit.
2: Fourteen hits.
0: And it does... Yikes. Three points of damage. Just to kind of... (laughs) Here, have a
1: poke. Ouch. Why are you doing that? That's not cool. (laughs) Because you're not cool.
3: (laughs) Alright. Cullen. You are up. So, I'm going to go over to this podium thingy and and search it really quick. See okay. if there's anything of interest here.
2: Esmir, you have seen the two orcs escape. The ogre is right below you and Cullen and Elric are searching the room.
3: What are you going to do?
4: We should, have chased we should have chased after him.
3: We couldn't get through the door. We're... The ogre was in the way. I mean, I can kill things pretty quick, but not that quick.
0: I mean, you're leaving two orcs. You don't need experience points from two orcs. We'll get them later. We need to get out before suddenly we're faced with 30 orcs.
3: You aren't in the room.
1: (laughs) I'm yelling up. I'm yelling. What is taking you freak so
5: long? (laughs) Get a move on. What is wrong up there? What are you doing?
4: what What has been searched and what hasn't been searched?
2: You see, uh, Elric is over there uh, searching Sezibul, and you see Cullen over at the desk, the table, searching the table.
4: What about the bed? What about this little check the mattress?
2: Okay, you're gonna go check the mattress. Yes. All right. Elric, give me a Mm -hmm. Constitution saving throw. Okay, excellent. Uh, just let me get my stats
5: up. Saves Constitution.
2: Eleven. Okay. You're not feeling good. Whoa. (laughs) Is that a (laughs)
3: spuke burp? (laughs) Yeah. So she
5: says, it's like, oh, man, this guy's rank.
4: <laughs> I threw up in my mouth a little bit.
5: Yeah. A lot of bit.
4: I threw up in his mouth a little bit,
2: too. So this poison is still coursing through your veins, and you've just been exerting yourself, casting spells, manipulating the arcane magics, and uh, you, you're you starting to feel a little bit of woozy, and you take okay. uh, two more hit points of damage. So you're... Okay. You're... Uh, A wound is now 33. Okay.
0: So what does that give you? Five points? Seven. Seven hit points left.
2: Yep. All right. And as you are searching Sezabull, you see that he has a very nice silver torque that he's wearing. That's definitely going to be worth about probably about 65 gold. And you find a key ring on which uh, there hangs one two, three, four keys. Five keys, actually. Okay. Ooh. So are you going to take those two things?
5: I'll grab those two things, yes.
2: All right. And and uh, Esmir, as you're searching the bed, you don't find anything there. Okay. All right. And Cullen, while you're searching the table, there's a stone mortar with a wooden pestle and several clay bowls with powdered herbs and spices. And it's littered with various bones and skulls and mummified animal parts. And there's a wooden trencher where you see a greek egg that's been eaten earlier today. Uh, Sezabel's breakfast was a nice blue-green greek egg. And then you, al- you also see a silver cup that's encrusted with amethysts. And you—you could tell right away this is worth some serious cash.
3: I'm going to uh, grab that cup, stick it in my bag. Before I leave this um, area, I'm just going to do a perception roll to see if there's any, you know, like hidden drawers or secret compartments to this contraption, this desk. Okay. Uh, Perception.
2: 18. Okay, nice. You roll an 18 and you find nothing out of the ordinary.
3: All right, well then I turn to the group. If you've all had a chance to look for whatever you think you can find, then I think it's time to get the effing out of here. Okay, I'm all for that. Is that bird
2: still in the cage? Oh, you're right. The raven is still in the cage, yes.
4: Oh, little ray ray. I'm going to go up to the raven and I'm going to tell him with my Speak to Small Beasts that he's free to go now.
2: And he's like, oh, thank God. I thought you was going to leave me in here.
4: Oh, know. I wouldn't do that. That guy was weird. And I pat him, you know, I stroke him down the back and throw him out the window a little bit. I
2: toss him out the window. Well, I don't toss him out the window. I let. I free him. All right. And he... It flies away and it says, thanks a lot. As he flies away, you Love
3: you. Hey, uh, you might want to look at that t- table over there and see if there's anything worth grabbing for your spells.
4: I thought I did that. I, I thought we already checked everything.
3: He said there was seven herbs and spices on the table. Oh. Did yeah.
2: you say seven?
0: It's a perfect concoction for the Italian
4: dressing.
2: <laughs> <laughs> it's the re- you found Colonel Sanders' secret recipe.
4: Oh now we just need the Krabby patty recipe. We'll be all set.
2: <laughs> and you'll have beaten the game.
4: <laughs> yes, I do wanna do that. And I also isn't Sezible the one with the eye patch?
2: Yes. Mm-hmm.
4: So I'm taking his eye patch, Okay. <laughs> and I'm going to use I it as a headband.
2: All right. So you you go over to Cezzibul and you pull off his uh, uh, eye patch, and you see right away that there's nothing wrong with his other eye. It's perfectly normal. Like, so,
4: like I, I I'm I'm standing over his body. And I t- I'm like oh cool. This eye patch is going to hold my hair back away from my face. Nice. Oh look at that. It's pretty. And then I'm, I'm going to notice, and I'm going like, to take my fingers, and I'm going like, to open his eye and be like, what the? Okay. What ding-dong.
2: Yeah, you open his eye, and it's there perfectly fine. Nothing wrong with it.
4: Religious fanatics. They're just weird. Hey! Hey! You heard me.
2: Why don't you, Esmir, roll me a uh, religion check.
4: Check, please. How about a 23? Is nice. that good? Nice. Yes.
2: You, as you pull this eye patch off and you realize that Sezabul has a perfectly good eye, you remember reading somewhere that the uh, priests of Grumpsh, the one eyed god, would wear an eye patch um, to uh, show their uh, devotion uh, to Grumpsh. So um, they don't need an eye patch, but they give themselves only one eye to look at, uh, look out of, to. Um, worship and emulate their god Groomsh. uh which he mentioned he was a priest of uh, before you guys started fighting all right so jake and
4: Esmir, she thinks about that and she scratches her head and she wants to think is there something else i know about these groomshes because when i see this guy with the one good eye the first thing I think about is Natsia, and why does she have that one split eye? That's a different color. Is there anything that like can connect those two occurrences?
2: I don't know. Is that
4: <laughs> your mind? Is there anything in the <laughs> religious text? No, in the religious text, like is Groomsh. Is a groom show, does he have one eye a different color than the other? or? No,
2: he literally only has one eye. Okay, that's what I. Yep, he's a one eyed creature, one eyed orc. A cyclops? Yep.
4: Okay, a cyclops. Well, that makes sense. Okay, because I still think that there's something interesting about that. And then also, Esmir's going to take his whistle.
2: Okay. All right, you take the whistle.
4: Why wouldn't Esmir want
5: the
3: whistle? That's true, why not? It's
5: important.
2: Is that that makes spring? perfect
3: sense. It does. It's a trinket. So mean, a meanwhile,
0: I am down. I'm downstairs, waiting by this trapdoor, and your... in my in my mind's eye, in my right. mind's eye, I know that Esmere's up there, you know, freeing birds, doing her thing, taking her time, and I'm pacing in about a four foot square where I'm just like. <laughs> <laughs> Like, you know, two, two steps and two steps back and two steps this way, two steps back. Biting my fingernails and (laughs) it's getting really frustrated. That's why my team isn't coming along at a quicker pace. That's And as
4: I'm leaning over this guy and I'm noticing his eyeball, I can hear Jake pacing back and forth. I'm like, calm down, old man. Yeah, huffing and puffing down there. All life is precious. There's a bird in a cage. All right. Give me a minute.
3: The gnome, the gnome, and her <laughs> horrible influence on these boys.
4: You know what? Why not go check out Seven Herbs and Spices? So always the gnome and her, <laughs> so her whimsy. here. herbs
1: and spices. <laughs> to <her> move on.
2: <laughs> <laughs> so, Jake, as you're down there pacing back and forth, uh, nervously waiting for your crew to come down, uh, you—it's your turn. Did you want to do anything uh, with? Uh, the ogre yep. there again?
0: Yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna turn and I'm gonna say, and you shut
2: up! And I'm
0: gonna fire <laughs> another bolt into him.
2: Oh my God, cranky son of a bitch! You and miss.
0: I miss? It was this pl- gigantic thing. It hits the wall.
2: Because
0: <laughs> I'm pacing, I
2: can't concentrate. <laughs> You're a nervous wreck, and, you and miss. Uh, yeah. The the ogre says, Hey, you need to calm down. You're a nervous wreck. <laughs> <laughs> So are you guys going to head down the trap door and back into the dungeons?
3: Yes. I run down the stairs. Well, not run. I walk at a quickened pace. And as I get towards the bottom of the stairs, I jump over the hand railing and uh,
2: Careful, a lot jump, of jump over
3: about 10 feet over there so that I don't have to come too close to the door.
2: <laughs>
3: <laughs> well, it's about time. I say, Luthia... You coulda had a sweet deal there. But you know, you blew it. We're out of here. Come a little closer
1: say, come closer and say that. <laughs>
3: <laughs>
2: Alright, so you guys head down through the trapdoor and you and is the plan to get to the grick tunnels and make your way back out?
0: So this is what well this is what I start talking to these guys about. So um, the we need to we need to get our loot before we go anywhere. Now, do we want to go to the treasure room, grab the loot, and hit the grick tunnels to get out of here? Or do we want to hide in the, um, in the treasure room and shut the door where they can't find us and then try after a long rest? Now, the danger about that is obvious they could come back in in hordes to now take over this harpshield castle. And now we have to make our way through the grick grick's tunnels with a bunch of them here.
3: Well, one of the secret rooms, one of the secret rooms was right near uh, a grick tunnel, the furthest tunnel. We could go into that secret room in the, you know, opposite the old storage room and, uh, you know, go. To the east and that way we're right by a grick tunnel when we're and then we might have to fight our way out with some gricks. but well, we did smash all their eggs so
0: Well, we, yeah i'm not worried about gricks at this point i'm worried about tons of orcs coming in to take over this castle
3: okay so i'm gonna go to the door in this chamber at the bottom of the tower okay. and listen and see if i hear anything going on out there you do not I open the door and take a look. And I see darkness, because I don't have glowing dice. Who's got the dice? I I hold the dice forth and I say, please, please Esmeralda, could you make these glow?
4: Do you want a glowing eye patch instead?
3: I don't want to put any- (laughs) That could be fun. I don't want anything on my body that's been on an orc. Sorry.
4: (laughs) Sure, hon. (laughs)
2: So you uh, use your cantrip light, and you cast your spell upon the dice, and they glow.
3: I look out the door, holding the dice forth, and see if anybody's coming.
2: It all seems empty and quiet. Let's move. All right, you guys quickly make your way to the ancient treasure vault and grab up the urns and any other treasure you left in there, and then you hightail it All the way to the other side of the dungeon to hide in the other secret room that's right next to the grick tunnel.
3: (laughs) That was quite a run.
2: You open the secret door and head in. You take some precautions to hide your presence by maybe getting rid of any tracks you made in the dust and you close the secret door. Once inside, you head into the room with the old portal. And the uh, and the disintegrated books, you light some of the old candles in there, and for the second time, you guys settle in to take a long rest here. You take your watches. Once in a while, you listen at the secret door, but everything seems quiet. And eight uneventful hours go by, and you guys get in a long rest. Okay. Okay. So, if you want to uh, want your familiars back. Go ahead and do that. Esmir, you can roll new portent rolls and a new fuzzball if you'd like.
4: Okay, now, AC, come back to life, little buddy.
0: As they do that, I am scribing. Um, I pull out a couple pieces of parchment and I am drawing little borders on them and I'm scribing some stuff on these. Illuminations. Two, on these. Two um, pieces of parchment.
3: Okay. Oh, Jake, and your illuminations. Oh,
4: I rolled a ten and a three for my portents.
3: They're not—they're not, they're not
0: really illuminations, but you'll find out what they are at some point
4: soon. And then, time to throw the little fuzzball. Yeah. Yay! Vice, vice, where are you? I have to find, I'll put it in my pocket, I pull it out, and here goes. Are you guys ready? Who are you guys voting for? Weezy. Borbore. 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 Weasel. Weezy. weezy. It's hey.
0: always
3: wheezy.
4: And he comes oh, out weezy. and he's like,
0: he's feeling all down because everybody wanted Borbore. <laughs> <He didn't> no. <know.
1: laughs> Man, fuck you guys.
0: Aww, and I go wheezy. over there and I I give him a little scratch under his chin. It's are okay, Wheezy. Wheeze.
1: We like you. Wheezy,
4: you always come in come in, and you don't bore anybody.
3: <laughs> how good is it? How good is he at carrying an urn? <laughs> I'd like to, know. to wrap
2: an urn to his Wheezy back. All right, so the party is rested and all the critters are back, and you guys load up your treasures and the bloke and the bloke and head out of the secret room and right into the grick tunnels. You squeeze your way in, careful to not break the ancient urns, and you slowly and cautiously creep your way through. All seems quiet, though uh, though once in a while you are startled by the falling of some loose rocks. Is that a grick? But soon you, but nothing happens, and soon you pass by the tunnel that connected to the main part of the dungeon and you can hear some commotion. Orcs are in the dungeon. You can hear their grunting echoing down the halls, but you continue forward and see the light at the end of the tunnel and make your way out. It's now the middle of the day and the sun makes you squint as you wait and listen and you hear more orcs up in the ruins, grunting and shouting at each other. You, you wait for any patrols, but none seem to be making any rounds. So you take your chances and make a dash for the tree line and enter the Ardeep Forest. You make your way through the ancient woods, and by late afternoon, you make it to the spot where you left your trusty steeds but your horses are nowhere to be seen.
5: Oh boy.
1: Don't, don't, don't.
2: I had worried about that.
1: Long face.
0: Ah. Long face. He sucks. Jake is visibly irate by this, and uh, I will get revenge on whomever is taking long face.
5: We could call for them. Whistle for
2: them. Yeah. Okay. You guys walk around and call out for your horses. Appa, long face, (whistles) clippity-clop, Bucephalus. And you wait and nothing. You only hear the sounds of the forest.
3: I'm going to try my survival and see if I can figure out which way the horses went, what maybe happened to them here. Please be good. Hey, seventeen.
2: Okay, so Cullen gets down on the ground. He's picking up the dirt, sniffing it, looking at the things, uh, at the at the grass in the clearing, and you can tell um, that the horses uh, moved south, Are they- out of the clearing.
4: Hey, kid, do you see like footprints or tracks or something? Yeah.
0: Do you see any other tracks or any other footprints, maybe of orcs or? Oh, Something else that
3: might be. A- I did my best impersonation of a ranger, and I think they went to the south. That's about all they got.
4: Uh, I have no advantages, but I could roll it and get a twenty. Just well, uh, I know.
3: So can I? But
0: let me just cast guidance. On I got you. a 19. Stop, nineteen. There you go. Okay, well, then you don't need guidance.
2: <laughs> well, do you want to give her guidance?
0: Yes. Why
2: not? Roll she doesn't need it. She's three. got a 19. How do you know? No, oh, give do me you a 20. Give me some guidance, there? yo. What if the DC's 20?
3: She might need a 20 to get Go it. ahead,
2: Esmir, roll a d4 with uh, Jake's guidance from Agama. A 3, that gives you a 22. Mm-hmm. And you see, with you go over there, Collins down the guy's like, look, the horses, they went this way and you get down there and you're you know you don't have to crouch down it's pretty low for you you're closer to the ground and yeah. you see that you're like oh, look at this footprints
4: what kind of footprints
2: i say to myself they look human-sized they
4: look human-sized mm. hmm. oh wait hold on do they look like the red wizard feet or like nice guy feet <laughs> can i roll a check for that
2: yeah, they got a little... They, they got they Red, it, wizard Red,
4: Red wizard Converse. good prince. R.W.
2: They got an R.W. on the soles.
1: God <laughs> oh, damn it.
2: <laughs> it's a Nike swoosh.
4: <laughs> um, I don't know. I think it might be one of our friends that was passing through who might be on his way back from well, the 10-day remember-
2: or so... The footprints and the, the horse tracks, because I'm sure you probably follow them for a little bit, um, lead straight south.
3: Oh, so towards Daggerford. Why don't we just go back to Daggerford? Well, maybe so we'll find them there. Maybe we will. Yeah.
0: And so I think that's what we should do. We should get on the road. And I think, though, that we should have AC at least fly up above and at least sure. look around to see if he sees anything on the path. What about Ray Ray? He's it's daylight. Fabulous. He can also and do
4: that. And Ray yeah. Ray. And Weezy's Ray got Ray. the sniffy sniffs.
2: All right. So you guys uh, continue forward, right? You're not gonna stop here or anything. You're gonna continue.
0: That's we right. A full at rest, a quick, so we're just heading a south. quick step at a quick pace.
2: Okay. So you guys waste no time, uh, and at a quick pace, you begin following the overgrown path south, the way that you originally came here, and hopeful that you will find your trusty steeds.
3: We will not abandon our horses to death and torment. No, you are gonna oh. go
4: find our horses. So okay. it's like a, there's like a helicopter shot of us and we're all running.
5: <laughs> 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 and there's <laughs> like, <laughs>
2: exactly. And then, you're, and then your birds just kind of come into frame. <laughs> yeah. You know. And then,
0: Jake, and then Jake from behind says, I'm gonna need a long rest in no time.
1: Treasure Hunters finally decided to leave Hopshield while the getting was good and take their loot back to Daggerford. But soon Cullen's worst fear was realized. Their trusty long-faced friends were missing. Will our heroes find out who took their trusty steeds? And are they friend or foe? What is a weekend with Bernie? Do nice guys really have distinguishable footprints? And why would Cullen need to tell Jake to wake him up if he was already awake? That makes no sense. Well, who knows? Tune in next time to find out on Roll Radio.
2: Hey, everyone. Thanks for listening to Roll Radio. Alright, so our party has made a hasty retreat from Harpshield Castle, uh, leaving it in the hands of some new Orc tenants. Uh, And with their treasure, and some more clues, and definitely more questions, they are heading back to Daggerford. Uh, But they're on foot this time, what's that all about? Okay, so there are some changes that are happening here at Roll Radio that I want to tell you about. Uh, Changes in the way that I record and edit the show. First, I'm changing to some new editing software that I think is gonna be a big improvement. Uh, But second and more impactful, I think, is that we are moving from Skype to Discord. Skype, uh, you know, has been iffy. I'm sure you guys hear the dropouts now and then. Um, And so we've done some tests and I think it's gonna be a big improvement uh, in the quality of our voices. And I think uh, you're gonna hear a lot less dropouts, I hope. So you'll be hearing these changes not in the next episode, but in the one after that. And we'd love to hear your thoughts on it. Let us know what you think on Facebook or Twitter at Real Roll Radio. Um, Or you can head over to RollRadio.com and leave us a message there. Let us know. And while you're there, check out the links to Andrew Capone, who composed and produced the Roll Radio theme. And there's a link to Sirenscape, where I get all the awesome in-game enhancing music and sound effects. And there's a link to Wizards of the Coast, who brought us this amazing role-playing game, and the Scourge of the Sword Coast. Alright, thanks for listening, and we'll see you next time for the exciting conclusion of Season 1 of Scourge of the Sword Coast.